Hi, my name is Billy Phoenix. Welcome to the Lead Pastor Podcast, a conversation designed to equip and inspire lead pastors. In this series of the podcast, we're talking about multi-site. Specifically in this episode, it's the first of a three-part conversation about multi-site with Lane Jones. Thanks for tuning in. everyone. This is Lane Jones, and it's great to be on the Lead Pastor Podcast with you today. And I love the fact that we're getting to talk about multi-site ministry. Um, I am actually the executive director of multi-site ministry for North Point Ministries. And so uh, this is what I do and love to talk with leaders about day in and day out. Over these next three podcasts, I just want to dig into five questions that I always talk with leaders about when they're exploring multi-site and when they're trying to figure out how to uh, build their multi-site ministry. And uh, we're going to look at asking the question, is multi-site right for you? Uh, when are you ready to go multi-site? How will decisions be made in your multi-site matrix? How are you going to handle the money in multi-site, which is always a big question? And then where and when do you put your next site? So on the first podcast today, we're just going to talk uh, primarily to those people who are thinking about multi-site. You haven't taken that step yet. You're trying to figure it out. But I would encourage those of you who are already doing multi-site to go ahead and listen, because uh, there may be some things we talk about that explain maybe why something isn't working quite as well as you'd hope or confirm some things that you intuitively knew were the right thing to do. So we're just going to jump in right now on is multi-site right for you? Now, multi-site is really all the buzz in church today. You look at a lot of the fastest growing churches uh, in the country, and most of them, if not all of them, are pursuing some version of of multi-site ministry. And the challenge of multi-site is that it's just challenging. Uh, trying to run an organization from somewhere else isn't easy. But uh, we really do think answering a few of these questions can help make multi-site a little less complicated. And, and again, the first question we want to ask, is multi-site right for you? And what I'm really getting to when I ask that question of a leader is, why are you doing this really? What, what is really behind it? And are we drawn to it because it's a trend? Are we drawn to it because it's what uh, is cool and the latest thing? Or are we drawn to it because it's a strategic answer to a challenge that uh, the organization is is facing? And uh, this is kind of one of those um, midnight of the soul type questions where you have to look inside or, or, or look across the table at your team and uh, look them in the eyes and just say, why are we doing this Really, And I would say the key indicator to this for me is that the move to multi-site should be from a position of strength, not in pursuit of strength. So it's answering that question, are we trying to create momentum or are we responding to momentum? Uh, we all know that new things and new ideas and, hey, let's try this new thing. It can create a, a buzz of momentum. It can create some energy. But Ultimately, if the organization that you're running in one side is not creating momentum, then you really need to stop, uh, look inside and say, are we really ready? Or is, is multi-site right for us at this point? Again, are we trying to pursue something or are we responding to something? 
And the reason that we have to ask that question is, I mean, it's intuitive. The reason we have to ask it is that if it's not working well in one place, it's not going to work well in two. It's that old story that if you've been in ministry for very long and you've done any counseling, you've you've run into where a, a couple that is in a troubled marriage comes in and they say, we thought having a baby would fix things or we thought it would make it better. And we know that just never works. So the question really goes down deep, is what we're doing worth replicating? Uh, I remember, gosh, 30 years ago now, uh, sitting down with Randy Pope, sat down with our team. Uh, He is the lead pastor of Perimeter Church uh, here in the Atlanta area. And he asked us this question. It was a very insightful question. It was, are the relationships in this room worth exporting? And what he was really challenging us with was this idea that you can't create what you haven't experienced. And he was doing it around the idea of relationships and wanting to create great, deep relationships. He's like, if you're not experiencing those, you can't create them. Well, I think the same idea applies to multi-site, that if if you're not seeing um, momentum, if you're not seeing something that's really working in the one place, in, in the first place, then it's going to be impossible to create that in other places. So if as a team, as a leader, you can ask the question, is multi-site right for us? And you can honestly say, yeah, I think we're pursuing this from a position of strength. We're responding to momentum, not trying to create momentum. Then you're ready to go on to the second question, which is, when are we ready to go multi-site? And in my opinion, you're ready to go multi-site when your mission, vision, and model are so clear that everyone knows why you do what you do and how you do it. See, it's not enough that it's working well. You have to know why it's working well, or you may inadvertently kill the very reason that it works so well. So trying to do what you know how to do in another location, that's hard enough. But trying to do something you haven't figured out yet, or you don't know why it works well in another place, is almost impossible. So if you're still trying to figure those things out, if you're still trying to get clarity around exactly why we do what we do, how we do it, what is our model, what is our vision, what is our mission? Well, if you're trying to figure those things out and you try to go multi-site, what you will inadvertently do is not just expose your weakness, but you will exponentially repeat and replicate a potential weakness. A critical piece in knowing that you're ready is being able to answer the question, is what we do transferable? Is it transferable? When we began down the road of multi-site, we went through every process in our organization and asked, is this transferable? If we couldn't explain why we did it and how we did it, we made sure we could before we tried to replicate it. So we went into every environment and we looked at every role, every volunteer role, every staff role, um, all of the different things that we did as a ministry. And we broke them down to what is the win in, in this environment? What is the win to this position? At the end of the day, why do we have this volunteer position? And if we couldn't explain it clearly and concisely, we worked on the language, we honed it down until we could. We wanted to be able to explain to a middle school small group leader in our third campus why he or she was doing what they were doing based on what we had learned in our first campus. So we made sure that everything was transferable. 
one of the things that I sometimes jokingly say to, to a leader, but actually it's not a terrible idea. You need to consider doing a conference where you teach everyone, other leaders, how you do what you do. You don't have to charge for it. You just need to do that because at that point, you'll know if you're ready to export it or to transfer it somewhere else. Now, I'll just say this. If doing something like that sounds too difficult, it's nothing compared to launching a campus. So, uh, again, half joking, but half serious. There is something about getting ready to teach someone else how to do what you do that will tell you whether or not it's transferable and whether or not you're ready to replicate it. So, again, a key indicator that you are ready to go multi-site is when your mission, vision, and model are so clear that everyone knows why you do what you do and how you do it. The second way that you'll know you're ready to go multi-site is when your church has the financial and staffing margin to launch another site. Margin, that is especially financial margin, margin creates opportunity. Now, this is something we've done from the very beginning. We've always set aside 10 to 15% of our projected income in undesignated funds. That is our, our expense budget, our staffing budget, everything that we plan to spend money on in the coming year is somewhere in the 85 to 90% range of what we anticipate coming in to the organization. And that margin has enabled us to respond to great ideas. So when the idea and the opportunity to go multi-site presented itself, we had the margin to do it. People often ask us, so what is North Point Ministries strategic plan? And I love the way Rick Holiday, who's our business administrator, answers this. Because he says, we've never really had a strategic plan, but we've always planned strategically. And that really is the essence of what creating margin is all about. Strategically planning to have margin in our budget so that we can take advantage of strategic opportunities and strategic ideas. And currently, most of the margin that we generate as an organization goes toward exploring and establishing additional sites in our multi-site ministry. Staffing margin is a little bit harder to quantify and to measure than financial margin. Financial margin are numbers that you can plug in and anticipate. Staffing margin requires evaluating the bandwidth of your team and deciding just how much margin they have in their lives to create a new campus. So this will require an honest assessment of what you're asking from your team, but also an honest assessment of what you're getting from your team. And at the end of the day, multi-site doesn't have to be really, really expensive. It really depends on your model, but it is going to cost more. So if you can barely pull off what you're trying to do in one site, there's no way that you're ready to go multi-site. So as we wrap up today's podcast, I would just say to those of you who are considering multi-site, uh, I hope these two questions, you know, is multi-site right for us? And are we ready to go multi-site? We'll, we'll just give you some of those handles that you need in, in making that decision. To those of you who've already taken the step into multi-site and, and maybe uh, your, your second site isn't uh, performing quite like you would hope it would, 
uh, going back and asking that question, were we ready? And, and yeah, it's a little too late now. We're, we're into it. But maybe we need to go back and clarify the win for our environments, really hone in on our mission, our vision and our model and, and make sure that what we're doing at our second location mirrors or reflects what we do at our first where it worked. And, and again, I think a key question of this is why is it working? Why was it working to begin with? Because every now and then when we haven't answered the question of why, we inadvertently don't replicate that piece in our second site. And the piece that I see again and again is because the success of our first site was based on a person, not a system. And their ability to pull something off because of personal gifting or because of their personal ability or their leadership abilities. And we haven't clarified exactly what they bring to the equation. So you can't duplicate a person, but you can duplicate a system. So it involves sitting down with those people and saying, let's look at how you do what you do so well, and let's see if we can make that transferable and reproducible. A good example of that from our world is when we began multi-site, we wanted predictable communication experiences. So um, our lead pastor, Andy Stanley, an incredibly gifted communicator, uh, is going to speak maybe 35 times a year. We wanted those other 15, 17 times a year to be just as good and just as predictable. And so Andy sat down with a group of us and we talked about how he communicated, how he put messages together, why he did what he did the way he did it. And we created what we call a rules of engagement, uh, a sort of a, a journey or guideline for a message, not to make our communicators Andy clones, but to take the system and the approach that he had created as a communicator, make it transferable so that when other communicators were up in his place, our attendees had a predictable experience. So my hope is that answering these questions will set you up for a successful venture into multi-site. Hey, before you go, if you're a partner in the North Point Network, be sure to check out the conversation to go with today's podcast, and you can find that at northpointpartners.org. If you're not a partner but would love more information, click on the Explore Partnership link in the show notes to learn how the North Point Partner Network could help your church go further, faster, 